Genre. Hello and welcome to Rocky Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie Rocky one minute at a time. I'm Doug Greenberg. And I'm Jason Haynes. I like it. It was unintentional. No, it was like a silky, (laughs) sultry voice. Welcome back. (laughs) You should do a late night talk show. (laughs) It is late. (laughs) And fresh off of Finding the Holy Grail in Alexandretta is Jerry Porter. (laughs) I'm uh, happy to be here. (laughs) We're happy to have you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're not there yet. Spoilers to anybody. Any Indiana Jones fans out there? Today we're knocking out minute 55, which begins with Mickey giving Rocky life-changing news, and it ends with Rocky walking into a smartly paneled office of Mm. Mr. Juergens. You know, one of the big questions I have here is, does Mick know what Miles Juergens was was calling about? I wondered that. I never wondered that before, but yeah. but watching this minute, I mm-hmm. I did wonder. Like, does he have any clue? Does he does he really does he think it's just a like? Hey, do you know where that guy is? Yeah, I know where he is. Mm-hmm. And and if he doesn't know, you know that this is a once in a lifetime opportunity. How does Mick find out? Like, does he does he watch the news or whatever the hell it is? Or you know, I can't really remember. Oh that. yeah, I mean, yeah. How, how does he find out? Or does he just know that like? He knows right now, but he also knows Rocky has no chance unless Mick, you know, clubs him over the head with this news. Like, with what he's about to say. I mean, he's, like, testing him to see if Rocky's even going to go there, which is why, I mean, he screams at him. That that all goes into to my question, too. Um, watching this as many times as I have, I just always thought that Mickey legitimately thought they were looking for a sparring partner. Sure. But Mickey, Mickey's not a dumb guy. No. Rocky is. Yeah. The representative from Jurgen's office didn't come here and just give a card to Mickey and say, "Have Rocky call us." You know, I think he they had a, they sat down with Mickey, told him what the deal was, and Mickey's kind of downplaying it because he's he's not very happy for Rocky at first, like at all. You know, the the way he's you know he just hands him the card and uh, he says they're probably looking for for sparring partners. No, Mickey doesn't seem no. happy for him, but Mickey doesn't say that. They're probably Mickey uh, yeah, says yeah. they need sparring partners for Paul Creed. Yeah, okay. I read Rocky's line, so he he seems pretty confident that either that's what they told him, mm-hmm. or that's what he he thinks. But he thinks it to be hundred percent true. But that could just be what they told him because they didn't want to ruin the surprise, you know. Because you're not gonna tell if you see Mickey and say, "Yeah, we're um, you know, we're looking for Rocky. We're gonna give him the chance of a lifetime," you know, because they want that to be announced and and to be made. You know, public. Mm-hmm. You know, with this, uh, what is it like a uh, big event? Mm-hmm. Not just Mickey passing the information on. So they may have lied to him. Well, it's, it's, I mean, Mick isn't Rocky's manager. He's just right. he's just the dude who I guess is a trainer. Or, or I mean, he owns the gym. Right. right and and, and he at, at one point for maybe a couple of years he took him under his wing, and that's that's mm-hmm. kind of that's their relationship, right? Yeah. So maybe it's like. Uh, you know, is Rocky here? No, he's yeah. he's not here. All right, tell him to call us. Right. What's this about? Mind your own fucking business. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, I mean, the guy's, <laughs> yeah, he's not. Gonna, I mean, if he has a manager, then yeah, Mister Jurgens is gonna is gonna probably tell the manager, of course. But mm. 
It's just it's just it's just like, hey, what gym's he at? Oh, okay. Yeah, you could look at it a couple of different ways, but he could though, because I if, if he did know, he Mick probably would he wouldn't have necessarily changed his tactic. No. Mm. Even if Apollo was looking for sparring partners, it is a, uh, a a bit of a prestigious thing for a local bum fighter to go spar with the champ. Oh, you're kidding! Of course, yeah. I mean, it's that's crazy. Yeah, so 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 Mickey legitimately isn't happy for him. No, because of the the, the last time they had it out. You know who isn't who isn't codependent? Who's that? Mickey. Mm-hmm. He's <laughs> certainly not. He's he's too old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's not. You know, he's too old to to worry about things like that. Mm-hmm. All right, <laughs> but Mickey also. Um, you know he, he uh, I don't want to get ahead of ourselves, but you know he needs Rocky. You know Mickey's been a boxing trainer for probably a really long time, we're guessing, and you know he's never trained anyone. Uh, you know, uh, not that we know of anyone professional or anyone that really has made it. So this is this this is his shot as much as it is Rocky's, mm-hmm. and it's Paulie's shot and Adrian's shot and Philadelphia's shot. Everybody's shot. Everybody wins here. Yeah. Well, that, I, that I was going to say everybody has everybody has a gap, right? Right, just <laughs> filling yeah, the right. gaps. Yeah, filling the gaps. What's interesting to me is that the way in which Mick shows up at Rocky's door is a little—it's a little funky. It's a little—it's mm-hmm. a little grubby. Yeah. It's a little. Yeah. It's kind of like, hey, take that cardigan and and tie off. Like this is kind of—it's almost beneath Mick. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I, I, he hasn't groveled a day in his life. No, no, he hasn't yeah. groveled a day in his life, and and or or at least not since he was like you know sixteen. Yeah. But what is interesting is it, it does go to show you maybe how desperate he is. Like mm-hmm. even at seventy six, he has a vulnerable, desperate minute. Yeah. And and he kind of recognizes that in the moment. He says to himself, like, nah, he's 76, you know, and he kind of starts to get it. He's like, what the hell am I doing? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. When he finally grabs his hat and leaves. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, what I do think is interesting in this minute 55 is, you know, I mean, Mick very specifically calls Rocky a dumb Dago. And, I mean, what's what's interesting is he attacks Rocky's heritage as, yeah. you know, his name's the Italian Stallion. Uh-huh. And you know he calls him a dumb dago, which is which is really just Rocky's identity. That's kind of like you get the. I mean, that's it, kind of all he has. That's a low blow. It is for Mickey to it's, take, but it, it was, is a low blow. The, and and the thing that that set him like this, this has been building inside Mickey too. Yeah. Yes. Like he he threw Rocky out of the out of his locker. That's a little passive aggressive. And when Rocky asks him about it, he's he just tells him he's a tomato. You know he's. Says the only thing special about him is he never had his nose broke. He's not being aggressive. Yeah. Um, and the thing that sets him off, all so, so Mickey says that they're looking for sparring partners for Apollo Creed. Rocky says, "When was he here?" Mickey says, "About an hour ago." And then Rocky repeats, "They're probably looking for sparring partners for Apollo Creed," and that sets Mickey off. So I said that before, you dumb dago. That that, that was simmering. There's obviously a a tension here between the two. Something's going on where there's some there's some deep 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 rooted tension. Mm-hmm. And what? yeah, it's it's right there. It's right there. It's the fact that Rocky 
didn't listen to Mickey. Mm-hmm. Right. And and that's that's it. It's like how he just said that. And you it, here it is. You still don't hear me. Like you didn't listen to me two years ago or a year ago when I told you to quit your job and train for real. Mm-hmm. And, and, and don't hang around with these, you know, these these two bit loan sharks. And you didn't, li- you didn't listen to me then. And even on this stupid little thing where I'm handing you a business card, <laughs> you're not even listening to me now. Yeah. And that's what sets him off. And, and, mm-hmm. and he, I mean, it's a blow that hurts Rock. I mean, he, he turns around. Yeah, the, the, I pause it on the look on his face when he turns around. It's like, it's not anger as much as I see, like, hurt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah, he didn't call. He didn't say. That's what I just said, you dumbass. Yeah. You're like, nah. Rocky just would have walked out. He just would have walked out of the gym. But right. what? Yeah. You call him a like, dago. He's gonna turn around. And what's fascinating is look at that. If you look at that, let me see. It's second. You said you're right there. Mm-hmm. Right when he says, it's second twenty-seven. He says, you dumb dago. Look at the actual minute, like the the set. It's amazing. You have a white wall, a green wall, and half the dudes wearing red trunks. <laughs> like yeah. that's the Italian flag. <laughs> oh man! Oh wow! wow yeah. yeah. Like you look at this shot, and you're like, "Well, it's it's like the Italian flag." It's almost like the flag is draped over his shoulders. Yeah, I mean, he <laughs> just—it's amazing. And I'm sitting there going, like, did, did did they actually say, hey, look, this is the scene where Mick's going to call Rock a Dago, so can we, can somebody, <laughs> what we need to do is that back wall, can somebody paint it green? <laughs> <laughs> that is brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm not nuts, right? No, no, yeah. Oh, like he's standing. Red, white, and green. <laughs> standing there in the backdrop of his heritage. Yes, yeah, yeah, exactly. He calls him a dumb Dago. That's, yeah. That's incredible! Oh, I got the thumbnail for this minute right there. And th- that's what we're saying. You got a great movie. I mean, did they do it on purpose? You know, I, yeah. Hey, doesn't matter. It, it's working. That's the uh, the catch of the century right there. That's mm-hmm. brilliant. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was focusing on what the heck is wrong with this guy in the left. You know, what's it's funny is is uh, uh remember the minute where the script breaks down the uh, heritages of the characters, like mm-hmm. 50% black. Yeah. And you said you didn't see any obviously Hispanic <laughs> fighters. <laughs> Found them. Yeah. Well, yeah. Sorry to our obviously Hispanic fans out there. This was 70s was a different this time. This is like Apollo Creed sitting in the back in the stands watching all this go down. <laughs> um, all right. So in, in the script, this, this scene ends after... So Rocky says they're probably looking for sparring partners for Creed. And Mickey says, I said that before, you dumb Dago. Scene ends. It was it was Burgess <laughs> Meredith. Bless you. Thank you. It was Burgess Meredith who came up with the idea for the explosive exchange. Really? Well, you know what's fascinating about this is Mickey says... You know, you don't want to know. You know, Rocky says, okay, you, you know, I've been coming in here for six years. Basically, you're coming at me. You've been down on me, whatever, knocking me. And Mickey, you know, warns him, you know, you, you don't want to know why. And he's, Rocky says, I do want to know. And Mickey literally says, you know, okay, I'm going to tell you. Mm-hmm. Because he knows that this is a haymaker yeah. that he's about to throw. It's like, and, and he actually, in a way, he almost... He's furious 
but he he almost pities him for one second. He's like, I'm going to tell you because I'm mm-hmm. furious at you and I'm, I can't even look at you, mm-hmm. but I'm going to give you this sentence to warn you because it's going to hurt that bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He goes, okay, I'm going to tell you. Basically saying, so tent, like, tense up your abdominal muscles because I'm going to hit you with a body blow right now as hard as I can. <laughs> You're right. I mean, he gives him three he gives warnings. Him like, yeah, he gives him like two seconds to tense up his, his muscles, you know. He's like, first, you don't want to know. Like, I'm not going to hit you. And you don't want me to hit you. Trust me. He says, yeah, I want to like, know. All right, I'll tell you what. Now I'm going to hit you. But even before the, I'm going to tell you, he goes, you don't want to know. Rocky says, yeah, I want to know how come. He says again, you you want to know? Rocky's like, I want, you know, that's when Rocky yells, I want to know now. And he says, all right, I'm going to tell you. But so he gives him three warnings that this this is going to be brutal. Yeah. You might want to sit down for this one. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm going to knock you out right here, right now. <laughs> In one punch. I like how everybody in the gym just brought to silence when yeah. Rocky yells. Oh, you know what's fascinating to me is is so is this is this why Rocky is a bum? Is this is this ultimately why we see him at the very beginning of the movie and he's a bum? Mm-hmm. Is this the reason because because he he chooses to you know because he basically it's one of the one of my favorite lines in the movie. You know, he says you work for a two-bit loan shark and you could have been somebody. I mean, literally, mm-hmm. it's right out of, like, on the waterfront or whatever. I could have been a right. contender. I could have been somebody. And and, and he's, Rocky says, it's a living. Uh-huh. And and Mick says, it's a waste of life. Yeah, it's, it's, it's one of the best lines because he takes Rocky's answer and he takes it I'll one step. It. One, yeah. yeah, it's one. He takes it one step further. And says, "Yeah, that's right. You're alive, and it's a total waste. Like it would be almost be better if you weren't alive. <laughs> you know, it's a living. He's like, it's a waste of a living." Oh, Mickey has recognized the talent in Rocky years ago, and as as a trainer that Mickey is, to see a guy who has talent that has uh, the power that Rocky has, to have the skills that Rocky has, and to watch him waste it away has to be heartbreaking for Mickey. I'm sure over the years he's tried to step in. Oh yeah, absolutely. But Rocky doesn't. He's just lazy. Well, what what's fascinating here is you got the gym with everybody's wearing training gear and outfits and shorts and jumping rope, and you're like, oh, except Rocky, who's actually dressed in his bum outfit. <laughs> yeah. You know, right? I mean, he's standing uh-huh. in the middle of the gym wearing his like, kind of like, uh, you know, leg breaking outfit. He's wearing the uniform. He's wearing the leg-breaking uniform, and he's smoking. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean... I noted that, too. Yeah, I mean, he's not training. And and that's what you're like, okay, so is that what makes him a bum? Because that's the whole point of the movie, right? I mean, the point of the movie isn't even to to win. He's not even trying to win against Apollo Creed. He's just... He just doesn't want to fight like a bum. Right. right. He's trying to prove he's not a bum. Yeah. I have, I have a question for you, Jerry. Uh, who are the first-rate loan sharks in Philadelphia? <laughs> <laughs> are, they, are they, or is it just a city full of second-rate loan sharks? Well, that would probably, I mean, everybody would probably say, like, oh, Bank of America. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> right? I mean, absolutely. Well, Wells Fargo. Right? <laughs> yeah, they are loan sharks, to be sure. Oh man. So uh, yeah, I want to um, like go back to the the whole. We we talked about the wasted talent thing, and the the hint of jealousy that that Mickey probably has for Rocky to get this opportunity that he may or may not know is is the real deal. But like I said, just to spar with a, a world champion mm-hmm. has got to be, you know, great. Has got to be a wonderful opportunity for a boxer like like Rocky or any of these guys. Well, yeah, I mean, hell, if you if Apollo Creed, champion of the world, picks you to spar with them, I mean, that's almost mm-hmm. the definition of not a bum. Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, it's it, it's almost like you just really? if you get yeah. to spar with the guy, it's it's like you've made it. Mm-hmm. When Mickey tells him it's a waste of life. Rocky, you can see Rocky come down a little bit from his from his uh, explosion. Uh, you think he knows Mickey's right? Oof. Yeah. I, I mean, how can you not? Really? Yeah. You have to realize, you know, you've squandered away, you know, a talent. Maybe he's surprised that Mickey feels that way. Maybe Mickey never gave him. Maybe Mickey's never told him this before. Mm-hmm. Right? Like we said before, he, Mickey may have tried to intervene and help him out along the way, but maybe. Mickey's not doesn't seem like a guy who's great with words and relationships. Maybe he never told him before. Mm-hmm. So Rocky's the, the, the Mickey doesn't like him. But the other thing I want to say is I, I don't like we had said you know Mickey's setting up this like you don't want to know and Rocky's like yeah I do you don't want to know yes I do back and forth. But I honestly don't think that the reason was that bad. He's saying you're talented, you had potential, and you squandered it away. It, like I think it would have been worse if he said like. You know, you come in here thinking you can fight, and you're really a shitty boxer. Like that would have been to me like a like a like a the a worst thing to say. Like I don't think the news is that bad, and well, I think that's actually something Rocky would want to know. The knockout punch is the ca- calling him a waste of life. Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. But <sighs> the lead but up here's wasn't. The thing. He 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 doesn't respect Rocky because he didn't try. Like if if right. if Rocky came in and he and he. You know, he, he's training and he's working hard and he's doing what Mick says. He's staying with the program and, you know what I mean, he's not smoking and he's, he's you know, it's basically, I guess, his lifestyle is 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 different. Then then Mickey would kind of sit him down and he'd probably say, like, hey, you got heart, kid, but, but, but you don't have what it takes. Mm-hmm. That would be worse, I would think, to me. But, yeah. but, but there's still respect within that nugget. You know what I mean? It might it might not feel good, but there's a respect. There's there can still be a hundred percent respect there. Mick is just saying, look, you don't have what it takes, kid, but but you gave it a hundred and ten percent, and that's not fighting like a bum. But also, right? There, well, there's an element of what of what he can control in there to say to somebody, you know, you gave it everything you had, but you just don't have it. Um, is saying like you 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 can't control that. You've done all you can do, mm-hmm. and and just it doesn't matter how much work you do or how good it, you're not going to get any better because you just don't have it. Or is it better to hear you know you got it but you you chose to squander it away? So there's an element of control in there. Like Rocky can't control like you can't if you're a bad if you don't have the talent you don't have the talent. There's nothing you can do. But Rocky could have, you know I get yeah it's probably worse I would guess because you you have to sit back now and be like damn you know, like mm-hmm. I really well, messed up. That's one of those like with great power comes great responsibility and 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 of course you said there's Mick was jealous to some extent as people are of people who are talented right extremely and, talented uh, in yes. one thing and and you know other people uh, they work their whole lives and they can't achieve it you know it's like does who does 
I don't know. I'm not saying that's the answer. I mean, I mean, just because you're extremely talented at something doesn't mean you have to pursue it just because you are talented. Mm-hmm. But but it's really more of an issue of respect here because literally, much like my co-host Tom Taylor, you know, Rocky just doesn't apply himself. <laughs> <laughs> You're lucky Tom doesn't listen to this. <laughs> no, he's just, and that's what's so upsetting to to Mick here. You right. know, mm-hmm. he, he doesn't lie himself, and 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 he knows it's not like Rocky came into the gym, tried it for a week, is like, you know, I really don't like boxing. I just don't like it. Mm-hmm. And he walks out and be like, you know, I'm going to be a chef. You know, you're like, fine, all right, good riddance to you. And then, you know, you suck. You go, God, man, that guy was really talented. It sucks he wants to be a chef. All right. It's like, yeah, Rocky actually clearly, quote, wants to be a fighter. He just, Let's call I don't him know. lazy. I, I don't know what, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. I don't, I don't know if he, well, yeah, he just, he doesn't respect the way he's living. He can't stand mm-hmm. that he's like, he's like a goon. Yeah. He's a goon. And and this gym, you know, even though everybody spits on the floor, it's like people are wearing ties and cardigans. They're trying to take it. It's trying to be a respectable living. And and Rocky's a, you know, a two-bit leg breaker. But th- this is <clears throat> this is probably um the most frustrating thing to any coach, trainer, teacher is finding that person who has all the talent in the world and just doesn't apply themselves and doesn't do anything with it or squanders it away whether it be drugs or alcohol or mm-hmm. just being stupid so this uh, you could finally see why like you know we've been saying there's been this tension between these two you could finally see why it's just this has got to be so frustrating to a to a trainer i think there's something else that goes into mickey's bitterness too is that that mickey busted his ass off in his youth to be a fighter he was a professional fighter and uh, later on his bitterness comes out a little bit when he says that he fought the same night that Jack Dempsey got knocked out of the ring by Joe Lewis, but nobody paid attention to his fight because he knocked uh, whoever he was fighting out out too. But the reason that Joe Lewis got the publicity is because he had a manager. Mm. So he's <laughs> so he's bitter over over something that happened 40, 50 years ago. Yeah, he's yeah. he's carrying oh, yeah. that around with him. Oh, ab- absolutely. I mean, it's and 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 it's almost like that. What does he says? A vegetable on my ear. Yeah. <laughs> <Whatever>. <laughs> it's like it's yeah. It's 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 as apparent as that. Yeah. I mean, and it's got to be heavy. I mean, you would. It takes a lot to get Mick to grovel. Hmm. Yeah. Or, or to or to show up at Rocky's door and talk the way he did. Yeah, I, I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. It's unbecoming of a Mick. It's and probably not his proudest moment, even though it no. worked out well. Uh, not his proudest moment. No, uh, but yeah. So so Mickey Mickey tried. Mickey tried to get his shot, and he was successful to some degree, but you know didn't didn't become famous. Now he sees Rocky, who has the talent, who has the skills, and uh, to get what Rocky never got, and he's wasting it away. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. he's, the other thing he's using his brute and his power and his strength and his force mm-hmm. to like you know break guys thumbs down at the dock yeah that is a waste of life yeah yeah totally so i you know i think right you you ask does rocky know if mick is right here i think rocky i mean yeah he does he's just not going to look at it that second mm-hmm. you know he's like he's like i can't even process this like i yeah. had sex i'm smoking a cigarette <laughs> Like, I, I'm in a good mood. Like, it's weird enough that Mick wants to talk to me about something. I wasn't expecting that. Right. 
He needs like a little self reflection. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I mean, he can't even like whether or not Mick is right. He can't even look at that right now. Mm-hmm. He just has to get out of the gym because it's so goddamn uncomfortable because he's been knocked out with that haymaker. That Mick just, hey, he called him a Dago second. He said, you know, you you, you could have been somebody, and you're a waste of life. Oh, man. And he's just like, he turns on, on his heel, and he's like, whoa, 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 I got to get out of here. Let me, I don't even know what's happening. I just like how everybody goes back to business as usual, too. Right. Yeah. Like, it never happened. Uh, Rocky enters uh, the reception area of Jorgen's office, greeted by the secretary. And how about that paneling? <laughs> He's down in that middle house. Oh yeah, that immediately gives me a headache. Yeah, it's just like oh, how can people? Yeah, just exist in such dark rooms. That is dark, dark paneling. It is. This is like one of those things where uh, you know I, uh, you know, planning on moving in the future, and I go on Realtor.com and look at houses all the time. Mm -hmm. Wood paneling is one of those things that when you click, it could be the most beautiful house on earth. When you're clicking through the pictures, you see one room with wood paneling, and nope. (laughs) (laughs) Wood paneling and wallpaper, those the two things uh, you just don't want to see in a house. Well, you know what's weird about it? Like I grew up in a house, a lovely house, but yeah, we had a room with wood paneling (laughs) is built in like 1968 and and i'm looking at i'm like what's the point of it is the point of it to make you feel like you live in a cabin (laughs) like i mean what is it like you know what i mean what's the point of wood paneling i don't i have no idea it's it's like you're a modern abe lincoln (laughs) like in a a log house cabin or something yeah the the wood green and everything I I remember when I it was we lived in his house it it had to be the mid eighties and my they we converted my our upstairs to like a bedroom for my brother it was a it was a finished upstairs but we made my brother a room like he was a little older he was in the, like graduating from high school or something and my father was like redoing the room and he actually put up wood paneling this was the eighties like late eighties mm-hmm. and it was like. <laughs> Putting it up, I I can vividly remember him like you know matching it up and nailing it in and, and like I was thinking this was like a 60s, 70s thing. He was yeah. putting it up in the late eighties, yeah. man. <laughs> wow, but it's awful, awful decor. What would be interesting is you know after this meeting with Jurgens, does do we ever see Rocky again in his bum outfit? Hmm. We'll see. I don't know. And does he? I mean, you know what's interesting? He never really. I thought it's fascinating. He does accept the money from Gazo later, but does yeah. he ever quit his bum day job? Like, you assume he does. Mm-hmm. I thought he was going to tell Gazo, like, listen, you've been really great to me, Mr. Gazo. Like, I got some other some other things I'm working on right now, and I'd like to give you the money back. But, you know, look, I, with all due respect, sir, I, I, I have some other irons in the fire I need to tend to. You know what I mean? Like one of those speeches. Think he gave him his two weeks notice? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's just kind of, I don't know. It's just kind of interesting. Like he's still, I guess maybe, I don't know. I guess maybe, I don't know. Maybe Gazo's saying like, you know what? You're done here, kid. Take the, you know, here's mm-hmm. your severance package. We're going to get somebody else in here who actually does break thumbs. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, you, you just just enjoy yourself. You got a chance here. Maybe Gazo's not such a bad guy. He's like, you know what? Here's your chance to get out, you know, to get out and do something with it. And I'm going to give you a little startup money. You don't even worry about it. 
Yeah, Gazzo, we, we talked about how he obviously likes Rocky. He's yeah. fond of Rocky. And, uh, yeah, he, he gives him money. Look, I bet, not- I, bet you, I bet you later on in about six or eight months when, you know, Rocky kind of gets a name for himself, guys be like, hey, look, man, I, I got it on you. I need, I need you, to, uh, I need you to, to drop in round four. That, that's, the Vegas, <laughs> yeah. you know, that's, that's the Vegas odds. So remember when I gave you startup money? <laughs> if it's Rocky 2017, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm exhausted. <laughs> yeah. Any last parting thoughts there, Jerry? I, you know, I think this is one of the best movies. It's it's mm-hmm. it's somebody asked me recently because we, we in the Indiana Jones minute we we talked a lot about Jaws for our Patreon you know Patreon episodes and that sort of thing, mm-hmm. and I, which I say is a seamless movie, like pretty much mm-hmm. a perfect movie. And somebody asked me, do you think Rocky is as good as Jaws or seamless in that way? And I said, yes. Wow. Yep. Wow, it's that's... unbelievable. I. I absolutely love how Sylvester Stallone like treats Rocky Balboa in this. I believe every second down to the Adam's apple. <laughs> you imagine if every follow-up was as as true and heartwarming as this one. Yep. It's yeah. it's a amazing movie. Amazing. And I really enjoyed watching it again, you know, for for the show. That's awesome, man. I yeah, I really did. Thank you for having me on. Oh, uh, please, thank you for coming on. You know, this is it's my pleasure. I, I always when I ask people to come on here, I'm, I understand that you're taking time out of your life to do us a favor, and we're we're eternally yeah, grateful for you. that. <laughs> no, it's a lot of fun. A lot of fun, and it's great. I mean, it's it's really easy to talk about uh, Rocky. <laughs> well, I'm glad we picked a good one then. <laughs> Hopefully we get uh you know half the listeners that you guys have. Apollo Creed. <laughs> keep going back. Like, I'm gonna keep coming back here. I feel like Apollo Creed here. <laughs> uh, all right. So one uh one parting word for the for the listeners out there. Let them know where where uh, they can find you. Of course. You and your um, pals. Me and my pals. Uh, yes, at the Indiana Jones uh, or on Facebook at Indiana Jones Minute and Listeners Crusade. We talk about all sorts of uh, all sorts of stuff. Indiana Jones and his love interest, and he's a horrible archaeologist, and <laughs> you know, he's fired from Marshall College. And what the hell would you do with the Ark if you got it anyway? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a weapon of mass destruction. <laughs> so it's a lot of fun. Definitely not responsible enough to handle that. <laughs> no. Uh. All right. Uh, well, as for us, we are on Twitter at Rocky Minute. Our Facebook listeners page is Mighty Mix. You can find us on DuelingGenre.com, uh, along with other movies by Minutes uh, shows, Back to the Future Minute, Cornetto Minute, Ferris Bueller's Minute Off, Harry Potter Minute, Jay and Silent Bob Minute, Lord of the Rings Minute, Spider-Man Minute, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Minute, and Toy Story Minute. Um, and go to MoviesByMinutes.com and check out the other movies that have a similar podcast to ours and uh quick shout out to pete the retailer and alex robinson who uh who made this format what it is you know we have those guys to thank or blame whichever <laughs> whichever stance you want to take no, absolutely we do we do too and 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 the whole movies by minute uh community is a really cool one yeah i I'm, really I'm like it yeah definitely learning that everybody's real real cool and nice all right thanks again jar Oh, my pleasure. Thank Thank you for having me. And good luck with Last Crusade. 
Uh, we'll need it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody else, enjoy your weekend, and we'll see you on the next Rocky Minute.